Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. Well, first up, through the uncertainty and isolation of the COVID pandemic, mothers have had to endure a lot. And Mandy Ariotto of Mops International has some comments on the strength of a mom and how she can stay grounded in Christ. Then it's back to Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas, where I had the chance to talk with media host and biblical counselor June Hunt, who discussed God's faithfulness to her and her ministry through decades of sharing His truth. And on this edition of The Intersection, you'll be hearing from Patrick Dobson. He leads worship at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, where Tony Evans is the pastor. He sat down with me at the NRB convention and brought an update on his life and ministry and shared what it's like to serve with Dr. Evans. You'll be hearing from him coming up. Finally, it's Stephen Broden of the Content of Character series, bringing insight into how the church can deal with issues of race biblically. He refutes the teaching of critical race theory, which has even worked its way into educational curriculum. Some comments from him are coming up. This is The Intersection, a production of The Meeting House, and I'm Bob Crittenden. Mandy Ariotto is the president and CEO of MOPS International. MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. She chatted with me recently and talked about some of the challenges that mothers have been facing since last spring, offered encouragement to stay dependent and hopeful in the Lord, and commented on the resiliency of mothers that has been demonstrated during the pandemic. Now from that Meeting House conversation, here is Mandy Ariotto. Especially as we're all thinking about school starting, like you mentioned, um, there's a lot of pressure on moms to figure out things and iterate on the fly, and we're constantly evolving and trying to figure out what our family dynamics are going to look like as we hear back from schools and uh, making the best choice for our families. But I'm really encouraged because one thing I know, and I'm sure you know this too, is that moms are incredibly resilient. Mm-hmm. And like like you mentioned, childcare is a huge issue for moms right now. And what we're seeing is that out-of-work moms were nearly three times as likely as out-of-work dads to cite childcare as an issue that they weren't employed. And so I'm really encouraged because I'm seeing moms rise up like never before, and we're seeing new models of childcare emerging, things like childcare co-ops and alternative schooling options to accommodate families changing priorities. And so I really think that we're just not going to go back to business as usual as far as school goes and work rhythms. And there's this really interesting organization out of Iowa that's launching a collective uh, workspace for moms where they volunteer a few hours in their kids' classroom, and that covers the fees to use the co-working space. And so the kids get to know each other. They get a really great learning environment, and the moms get to synergize around their work together. And it's this really incredible family atmosphere. And so I just think we're going to see new ways that moms are rising up and finding alternative solutions um, to the things that their families are struggling with so that they can really prioritize on uh, what's most important and what they're choosing to be most important for their family. Mandy Ariotto is joining us today. She is president and CEO of MOPS International, joining me here on the Meeting House program today. And I think, Mandy, as you're sharing, it's so important that we deal with these issues and and all of the challenges that we face in our lives as Christians from a Christian worldview perspective and applying these biblical principles. And, And people are 
are finding, and I've had numerous conversations over the, the past, well, greater than a year with respect to some of the mental health challenges. And the Bible does speak to areas of of walking in the peace of God that passes all understanding, renewing our minds to God's Word. And really, there's there's quite a bit to say, and there's so many working principles that we can apply with respect to just dealing with the anxiety and that laundry list I presented to you just a few minutes ago. These things can certainly cause anxiety. I know that Mops International is active in in many local churches that are hosting Mops groups and the like. What would you offer as far as really applying these principles of the scriptures to moms that are are facing these mental health challenges? And I just think this is such an opportunity right now for moms to dive into God's Word and to experience the healing and redemptive um, power that comes when we walk with Jesus. And so we believe that that happens profoundly in the context of community and um, really want to bring women together in a small group to talk about the things that are most important to us, but also to find camaraderie and support in that, where we can dive into scripture and we can really come together to be the best version of ourselves that God's calling us to be for our families, for our communities, and for the world. And so we have groups that meet online and in person all over the world. And what we do is we just gather together at a time that's convenient for whatever that particular group is. And We have curriculum that helps us in every area of our lives, whether it's parenting or faith or our marriage. And so we want women to flourish in every area. And so we find that happens best in the context of community and a small group where you can live life together and really share the joys and challenges that come from raising young kids. Mandy Ariotto here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to mopsmops.org. Next up, from the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas, it's the founder of the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, June Hunt, radio host, author, and biblical counselor. In our NRB conversation, she reflected on some highlights from the 35 years the ministry has been in existence. In the conversation, she discussed the Keys for Living Library. Here now from that conversation is June Hunt. We have biblical counseling keys that are available on basically, as I said, a hundred topics, and they could contact our ministry if they felt led, and they wanted to just see what is the uh, plethora of, of, of the problems and the challenges, like purpose in life. A lot of people don't know, they have no idea how to, well, they, I, want, I want my purpose in life, and I do a live call-in counseling program. It's called Hope in the Night, and mm. from 11 p.m. to midnight. So every night, well, Monday through Friday, I'm dealing with one topic, or I'll say one person. Now, we may think we're starting with one particular topic, but it can easily veer into something much more significant uh, when we get into the real issue of why they're calling. So this is a call-in counseling program, and I have seven minutes where I can talk. If I want to talk about the cancel culture, I will do so for seven minutes. But then if we move into the actual caller who's calling in and we need to determine what is the issue that the, the what, what what is the real problem that we deal with right now and those calls are phenomenal some of them 
you know, I just, um, I, I'll never say I've heard it all. I haven't. Because they'll all, periodically there'll be one, I haven't heard this one before. And it, 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 it can be, you know, I get goosebumps mm. thinking about, even at this moment, I'm thinking about, you know, a, a couple of them that have been most recent. So, oh. but, but it, it's a privilege, a privilege to be able to do this. Well, we live in a broken world. And people have all sorts of issues, and we can be very hopeful that Christ has come to heal the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. June Hunt is being used of the Lord to help bring hope to people through the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Joining me here at NRB 2021. Got about two or three minutes left in our conversation. I did want you to mention this training program that you've launched. It is for caregivers. It's called Lifeline to Hope. Yes. Tell me about how that operates and what it's intended to do. One day I received a phone call from actually my home church. There was an assistant pastor, and he said, you know, we're, we've been using your material for some, for this care ministry, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm, of course, I stopped when he said, use your material. I said, could you back up? What are you saying? <laughs> You're using our material? He said, yes, for about four years. I, I didn't even know. I, and he said, well, we needed, and, and I said, but, but for what? Care ministry. Well, what is the care ministry? I don't even know it exists. They picked 20 people <clears throat> who would literally um, be the people kind of helpers. In other words, there are some people who are not um, as others oriented, um, and there are certain people who are just naturally, they, they care. and. It, it's like sometimes the person will come up to you, you just have a face that makes me think I could talk with you. That, that is a common phrase. For, and I've, I've asked groups who, of people, like, uh -huh. how, many, how many of you have people, and then these hands go up, with, and these are the, the people kind of helpers. But the point is, what, what if we trained them? Okay, what, what if people around, okay, the number one topic we have for people calling our ministry for resources uh, was is anger, anger. What do you do if you have anger and you don't want that anger, uh, or you know people mm. who have anger out of control? Well, this is what the group would do. They would they had a, a core, they they picked the topics they wanted. Uh -huh. Now any church could do this, and we're gearing it for churches to have a ministry that we call Lifeline to Hope. But we train in smaller groups the people who are the people helpers, the caregivers, um, uh, to be able to help people. It could be in the church, it could be in their family. All you have to do, we gave uh, a number of topics, maybe we had 40 topics, and said, of these topics, which ones are in your family that you know people? And they would circle and th those, those topics. And now, what about people at your workplace what about people in your neighborhood and you just broaden it out mm. and your friends uh, in the church june hunt here on the intersection from nrb 2021 the website address is hopefortheheart.org this is the intersection podcast a weekly production of the meeting house and you can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org 
Through that homepage, you can find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection podcast. There are also links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as the iTunes feed. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House, and the other is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. And you can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page. Plus, there's a link to video content, including recently added content from the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Conversations from the Meeting House can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Continuing now with this edition of the Intersection Podcast, at NRB 2021, I had the opportunity to chat with the Associate Pastor of Worship at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Patrick Dobson. He shared an update on his life and ministry and provided insight on working with the senior pastor of the church, Tony Evans. From that conversation, here now is Patrick Dobson. When I first came um, in 2019, uh, things were moving along. And of course, our our pastor's wife, Dr. Lois Evans, uh, who has deep ties to NRB, uh, you know, so I know a lot of people here are even thinking about her, but uh, she passed away um, in late 2019. And it really just shifted, you know, into a very dark time for Dr. Evans and uh I got to witness firsthand how a man of God goes through tragedy and loss and uh, not just prepares a message, but lives the message. And so, uh, of course, we turned the corner from the loss of his wife uh, into the COVID season. And so I, I really have had a front row seat to, to watch him lead, you know, and it's, uh, it's admirable. You know, um, I feel very blessed, you know, to be a part of the ministry and, um, Again, he's, he's uh, very personable, uh, and I think I've, one thing that I've loved is just, uh, just seeing that, that side of him that is not on the mic. You know, it's, uh, he's a funny guy. You know, he's, an, he's a joy to be around. Uh, we, we get to laugh a lot, and, uh, but I'm, I'm very proud of him, uh, very honored to serve the ministry. He recently came out with the first uh, commentary written by an African-American as well as his uh, Bible uh, his Bible release, study Bible, and uh, that was a major mile marker in his life. And so, uh, to witness his some of his greatest highs and some of his greatest lows, uh, to me, I saw a consistency that uh, is really indicative of a kingdom man, which is his message. Well, let's talk about not only, of course, you you are in the the position of worship pastor, but you're also a recording artists. So have you, in this time of transition, have you been doing some music of your own? I sure have. And uh, that's something that the Lord really spoke to me in this transition was to uh, not only accept the position of of worship pastor, but also begin to write more and uh, produce music. And so um, one of the beautiful things I have in this role is that, you know, Dr. Evans certainly gives us the liberty to pursue those things. And uh, we have a, a a number of resources near us, and uh, um, there's a, a number of artists that go to the church. Kirk Franklin goes to the church. Anthony Evans, which I'm sure you guys play his music. Uh, he, he's a part of the church. 
Priscilla Shire. So there's a number of ministries there that we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. And, and so it gives us a vantage point to, uh, you know, be uh, very intentional in our releases. So uh, I put out a brand new single this year called Make It All Right featuring Pastor John P. Key. It's doing well at radio and um, we're really excited about what God's going to do with that. I'm looking for a full album release uh, later in the fall. So I'm excited to get back to the root of the things that I love about ministry. Um, and so I feel like uh, I'm in a very good position, very blessed position. Uh, and I, I really want to, you know, of course, all the things that God, the call that he has on my life, I want to be able to uh, exercise those gifts. And, and so uh, he's putting us in a place and, and uh, giving us a, a supporting cast that has really been a blessing in this season. Patrick Dobson joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio. Worship pastor at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. The ministry of Dr. Tony Evans is centered at that church. He's the pastor of the church. Of course, he's also the voice you hear on the alternative weekday mornings at 930 on Faith Radio and the founder of the Urban Alternative Ministry, Patrick Dobson, joining us today here at NRB 2021. I want you to share, you had mentioned that you have a single release that is out. John P. Key, gospel music legend, is part of that recording. Describe, if you would, the, the message of that particular song, what you wanted to communicate with it. Absolutely. You know, it was last fall when I wrote this song, and I wrote it on a Sunday afternoon where we should have been in church, but we were closed, you know, due to having to uh, meet the mandates of, of the state and, you know, everybody trying to navigate through COVID. So I was down in the dumps, actually, and I just said, Lord, you know, uh, I need to be encouraged. And I felt like David, you know, where we read in, in Scripture where he encourages himself in the Lord and then a psalm comes out. And so that's kind of where I found my place is, um, first of all, just finding and drawing encouragement from the Holy Spirit and then writing the song, Make It All Right. And I uh, wanted to encourage the body of Christ, and um, especially in these times because so many are dealing with isolation and loneliness and loss. Patrick Dobson from NRB 2021 here on The Intersection. You can find him online at patrickdobson.com. The church's website is ocbfchurch.org. Finally, on this edition of The Intersection, it's the executive director of the Content of Character series, Stephen Broden, discussing a biblical framework regarding race contrasted to cultural Marxism and critical race theory. From a recent Meeting House conversation, here now is Stephen Broden. We hear a lot about CRT these days. What do you see as the the historical perspective of critical race theory, why it came into vogue, and how it is being used today to divide people based on race? Well, it's part of what I call the, the Marxist toolbox. Inside that toolbox is intersectionality, social justice, liberation theology, critical theory, and critical race theory, and the cancel culture, all designed with one thing in mind, to foster division and chaos. Critical race theory, as I said, is a Marxist construct applied to race. There, I, uh, there, and to the extent that they have the kind of um, public uh, persona that they're seen across the public is to the extent that the media has taken it and put it out in front of us. Uh, most African-Americans 
do not agree with the conclusions of critical race theory, which says that all white males, cisgenic white males, are born racist. Well, that, that contradicts what we know to be true, that races are not born. It's not in the DNA. Races are those who learn racism. They're taught to be racist. That's not in the womb. That's outside the womb. And that they're pushing this narrative for one purpose, to facilitate division and chaos. And we've got to take the 30,000-foot view on this and not get down in the weeds of what they're saying. We've got to maintain the view that this is a part of a program to divide and cause chaos. And out of that, they implement a new system. I call it a socialistic paradigm. Mm. And right now, all of the major institutions that influence us, unfortunately, are under the control of these cultural Marxists. When you talk about business, uh, academia, the arts, government, major media, the family, and the church, that's seven institutions, all of them are under the influence of cultural Marxism. All of them, unfortunately, except for biblical Christianity, which is an enemy to most of these socialists. And they're targeting us to shut us down and to keep us from uh, influencing the public square. And by the way, our influence in the public square has been pretty much negated by the secular humanist. So there's a need for us to step forward and recognize that this toolbox is exactly what is causing the mm. kind of chaos and confusion and insecurity and uncertainty in America today. Critical race theory, social justice, which is different from biblical justice. Biblical justice is God's moral law applied in the public square. That's different from social justice, which seeks equity, which is different from equality. Equity, uh, equal outcomes which is nonsense, but it is a Marxist construct because in Marxism, it divides us into the oppressed and the oppressor. And that's what that critical race theory is all about. That's what social justice is all about. That's what liberation theology is all about. Everything in that toolbox is designed to, de to cause confusion and to deceive us into believing that what we have is not the best thing that has happened on this planet. The Constitution, I think it was framed out of a biblical worldview, and many of our founding fathers uh, applied that, that worldview as they developed our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Here's what I, I, I think Content of Character series is doing. It, we're doing what Thomas Jefferson said. He said this, an educated citizenry is a vital requisite to our survival as a people. We've got to push out information into the public square. Content of character is doing that by circumventing the blockage of the major media by going into churches, talking to pastors, talking to congregations who meet every Sunday. Stephen Broden here on The Intersection. You can find out more at contentofcharacterseries.com. 
We're nearing the end of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more at meetinghouseonline.info or by going to the programming section at faithradio.org and clicking on the Meeting House link. Through that homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center where you can listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured here on The Intersection. You can also find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as to its feed on Apple Podcasts. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community, and the other is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Plus, there's a link to video content, including recently added content from the 2021 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Dallas. Again, you can go to meetinghouseonline.info or visit faithradio.org. In the programming tab, you'll find a link to the meeting. Under the programming tab, you'll find a link to the Meeting House homepage. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.